Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm with my co-host, Joel Woodson. Hi. All right, don't introduce me. I'll introduce myself. I'm uh, Patrick <laughs> J. Riley. Um, Jesus Christ. What are we going to call this? Um, I, have no, I have no idea. We were... For a second, we were talking about theater kids. Yes. There's a million theater kids. There's a million theater kids podcasts with theater spelled both ways, um, correctly right. and incorrectly. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, that's controversial. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's uh, it, that's always annoyed me because it's it's. I've always learned that mm-hmm. theater. Um, er was a physical building. Right. 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 Where theater re. R-E was the idea of the theater right. and the the the, it's um, like the philosophy of the, the philosophy theater. and the theory of theater right so right, I, right. I i never had that issue but i i have uh so yeah so there's that that um i was thinking about calling it christopher durang's actor's nightmare asterisk has christopher durang is not involved <laughs> christopher durang was not involved with this in any way shape or form we just yeah, need but to, wouldn't like, it be great if that. we do this and then christopher durang like comes on, wants, comes on as a wants, guest just to tell us a yeah, fucking stuff writes in yeah i would love that that's a bit that's like you want to you want to call it christopher durang's actor's nightmare we can do that yeah i think okay. i still think i think it's subject to change i think that this is okay evolving <laughs> calm down take it back let's let's bring it back um yeah, yeah. i don't know we have to we have to call it a thing um I well this well today's episode essentially mm-hmm. um is going to be talking about the Songheim's uh 90th birthday celebration that was aired Woo! Sunday night on uh, broadway.com. Let me um, tell you. But before we get to that, can I give you some news? Yeah, please. I want to give you some theater news. So What's going on? So theater is dead <sighs> the moment. <laughs> but there is there's a few little rumblings and rollings uh there's one thing I saw today that really excited me is that they are going to be doing K-pop on Broadway. Do you know about K-pop? Of course. I mean, of course it's, it's the sensation on, it's on, it's got, they're going to be doing it on Broadway. Is it like, like yeah. K-pop the musical or like BTS? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm talking about K-pop the show that was at Artist Nova last year or I think two years ago written by Max oh. Vernon. They're doing, yeah, so it's coming to Broadway. So it's K-pop, the Broadway musicals, what they're calling it. I got a chance to see it. Oh, that's, it's that's great. It's fucking fantastic. It's basically, it's, it's hard to explain because it's not a traditional show. It is, right. you're watching a concert, but you're also seeing the behind the scenes and moments of all the, of, of what's led I've, to the phenomenon of this and, and how this was all put together. Um, the character, essentially there's this character I of the, that of the producer who has set them all up. I, I had a, I saw it, it was incredible. And it's, um, they are holding online virtual casting for the Broadway premiere. So a, anyone from around, the, from around the world essentially can submit their audition tape to be in K-pop the musical. And Max Vernon is- wow, is a is, changing is a, world. Yeah. Max Vernon's a pretty great um, theater composer, playwright. Um, He's, I feel like, you know what I hope this is? What? I hope that this is like, like the dream girls. I want this to be like dream girls. Oh, but with K-pop? With K-pop. Oh my God. Korean. I would love to hear. I would love to hear. Yeah. yeah. Curtis is supposed to love me. Like I want, I want the whole thing. Kang So was supposed to love me. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, yeah, I would love that. I would love to hear BTS do a version of uh, Cadillac Car. No, Cadillac Car. I got me a Cadillac, but it's K-pop. That would be incredible. Yes, that would be amazing. And even the the white version that they do at the end of the song, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's like, oh yeah, both of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, other. I mean, all, all other Broadway news right now is. There is no Broadway, there's no theater, <laughs> and everyone's doing stuff online because theater people can't stop for a fucking second. <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, my Broadway briefing daily roundup is dry. Yeah, um, yeah. Every morning I wake up, because it it's, it's, it's kind of my morning routine, is I, I check my emails, and then it's mostly just deleting yeah. spam, and then going to what mybroadwayworld.com, you know, daily roundup. And for yeah. the last month, it's been like, oh, fuck. Um... Oh shit. Uh well we got um uh did you know that Brian Stokes Mitchell sings out his window? Did you know Brian Stokes Mitchell singing? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um Oh oh you already saw that? Oh okay. All right, but did you did you see it? It made me to it made every Yeah. Yeah. It made me tear up, I'll say it. I teared up. It was truly, truly beautiful. Um yeah, I am also seeing a lot of online stuff. Um, like every every theater company in the city right now is doing some doing online some... meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an email from Manhattan Theater Club called "We Thought You Could Get It Could Use a Good Laugh," which is the most depressing Uh-oh. email I've ever gotten. Um, I mean, there's nothing in it really. There's just you know, there's a couple gifts. Yeah, and there's there is. <laughs> There's a new series that they're doing called Production Notes, um, and they have Mark Bruni, who did the Explorers Club a few years ago, okay, um, talking about the show. That's interesting. Uh, that's a, it. It is interesting. I mean, there's a lot of BTS stuff because that's that's all that we can do right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. BTS, of course, being the Korean boy band. Um, we're bringing it back to. We're K-pop, bringing it back around to K-pop musical. I'm excited for K-pop the musical. I really think Max Vernon is in this new class of theater person. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, okay, because who because who wrote Slave Play? Jeremy Harris. Right? Jeremy O'Harris, yeah. Jeremy O'Harris and like Max Vernon are like it's just it's just we're just like we're getting to this point where our playwrights and our composers are like becoming ultra queer, yeah, genderless beings that I feel like our generation is forming you know totally totally and it's no longer a question of of uh well um you know stuffy old white guy all the time because exactly because right. even i mean even if you look at your stuffy old whites who are writing the musicals of today mm-hmm. uh you got you still have people like you know um dave malloy mm-hmm. who's doing great stuff and that's it yeah everyone else is a is a white or little miranda your favorite <laughs> Uh yeah yeah I mean Tom Stoppard wrote his maybe his last play this year oh yeah Leopold's Dad which is apparently good mm-hmm. we will never see it no um I like I mean, Tom Stoppard yeah of course I like I, Tom Stoppard as well I mean it, it, it's a it's a certain type of it's a certain type of dish you're getting with Tom Stoppard you know exactly. It's not, it's not yeah. your everyday kind of let me pull a play, let me do a let me do a monologue kind of thing. No, no, you're getting very. Um, it's very heady. I, no, it's not even just as heady. I feel like he was that 
the bridge between this uh, the absurdist kind of like theater theories of like you know the the 60s where you have your stuff where it's like you know edward albee and and author culpit and then you have your cross where it's like how that not that it got more mainstream but because i feel like it's it's you you had two sides of the aisle you had edward albee and that type mm-hmm. of theater and then you had like harold pinter and that type of theater where they're both right. very abstract and they're both very um, darker pieces, and then I feel like Tom Stoppard's that good in be- a good in between between the more fantastical and the more grounded. That's a that's a really interesting like the two poles I think you just brought up are really really interesting. Mm-hmm. Both both being sort of like in a different plane of contemporary theater. But there that's the thing too is they're contemporaries. They're, right, right. Like that alone is what makes it so interesting. Like you know a Pinter play you're hardly ever done well and that yes. is because they are in they are in such a different plane I've seen maybe I've, I've seen a few of his shows and I've, I've seen, only seen one done well and that was I've, yeah I've seen a few I've only enjoyed one production yeah and not even see- truly enjoy it I right. it was something where I watched it and I was just like oh that was that was, that was very good um I yeah, understand that's very so. good yeah 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 the best one I saw was um, Betrayal last year. I didn't um, see Betrayal. Oh my god. It was, I still, I think about it like, you know, four times a month. It's, it's truly, oh, Yeah. So I saw, the one, I, the one I really liked, not that I really liked, the one that I liked was I saw Homecoming um, years ago with Ian McShane, wow. uh, Rallo Sparza, um, <laughs> We'll get a to few, him in a, a few bit. other. We'll get to. We'll get to him. Oh, we will get to Raúl. Poor son of a bitch. God bless him. I'm. I, I'm. I assume because it rained today, he's just standing out in the rain, looking up to the heavens, screaming, "Why God?" But singing the song from Miss Saigon, "Why God? Why this face?" Um, I don't even know if he's yelling. I think he's probably just like looking like really melancholy, like he was last night on the mm. show you mean my my we'll get to experience. it we'll get to that let's we'll get, get back to, we'll get to it for we'll a second so yeah, yeah, yeah. i i saw that and I, I remember walking out i was like i was like wow that was good i i guess because i had read pinter at that point and just did not it did not sit with me well because i read the birthday party which is everyone saying like oh you got to read pinter read the birthday party and i do not care for the birthday party i think is it is interesting yeah it was an interest whoever said that that is yeah fascinating. no i know I agree. Um, but then I saw, um, years later, I saw The Caretaker with um, Patrick Stewart. And everyone around me was like, oh, what a great production. And I was bored to tears. I yeah. <laughs> did not care for it. Um, well, no, what I've was, seen a few others, but they've all What was all so been... great, I think, what was so great about Betrayal was that, so it was a super, super stripped down yeah. show. There was like two to three pieces of furniture on the stage at any given time the lighting was super stark there was hardly any set so you know these you had these actor these three extremely talented actors Mm -hmm. with nothing to to hide from so you saw every single emotion that was um, that was in the subtext of the play and it was it was like watching a michael bay film like so many explosions happening so it was it was Charlie Cox, right? It was Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. It was um, uh, Zowie Ashton and um, and Tom Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Okay. Yeah, um, and it was it was truly, truly, truly remarkable. I think that was probably the best the best play out last year, or one, at least one of them. 
Um, yeah, I, 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 well, last year, what was last season? Frankie and Johnny, which you saw, right? I did see that. I did. Um, I mean, it was great. It was, it was, I, I won't say, I'm not going to just blanketly say it was great. I will say there were some really great parts to it. Mm-hmm. Amazing moment to moment stuff. Michael Shannon is a, is a, is a damn treasure. I didn't love Audrey McDonald in this, in this role. Um, okay. it, it's, a, it's an, it's an actor's e kind of show, but I, I had a great time. They're both so cute. Replay. I just I love I love Terrence McNally so I know oh man may he rest I uh, may he how rest. sad was that I was heartbroken oh, heartbroken um it's you know what I just feel like the casting of Audrey McDonald and Michael Shannon is so lopsided yeah yeah and I think and that came out I mean it it was also second to last show if not the last show um, yeah they because they're also they're fantastic. The two of them are fantastic. They're amazing. But I feel like they're both amazing and fantastic in different ways. And right. I can't imagine that, like, blending as well. Right, right. Um, it, it, it didn't really. But, yeah, what else do we have? Um, we have... Seawall, A Life. Did not see that. Did you I saw it at the public. Seawall? Yeah. How, how was that? It was uh, good. It was good. There, I... I don't see them as companion pieces. Right. And I, I've heard that. I see. I, 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 I thought yeah. they were, I thought it was very disjointed in a way of like, all right, the second, the second part, the, the, the life starts or the seawall. I forget which one came second. That starts. And it's like, <laughs> oh, um, okay. Well, uh, that was uh, a different tonally going in. Anyway, uh, the rose tattoo I didn't see. Um, I know some folks who saw it, you know, I don't, I don't know that it's a great piece. It's not, it's not. I feel like it's one of his weaker shows. I think if, if it wasn't Tennessee Williams, we would never hear of it again. Linda, (laughs) Linda Visa, I want to see. That's the, uh, that's the Tracy Letts show. Oh, right. Um, her, he wrote two plays last year. I mean, one of them didn't open the minutes. Well, it was about to. Well, it, it was in previews, I think. It was in previews, yeah. Um, it hasn't opened yet. Yeah, it has not opened. Hopefully it does. We'll um, see. Because we already lost. We already lost. Tune in uh, next year. <laughs> tune in next year, yeah. We already lost out on uh, on that, that revival of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, which, I'm, hey, I'm so... Yeah, say it. It's fine. I'm about to agree with you. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Yeah. I love Russell Tovey. Oh, we know. We've talked about this. The kids I, know. Kids at home, this uh, gets us going. He's incredible. Him. And I love and, his and I love big ears oh, to yeah. death. I love uh the um, um Laurie Metcalf, you know? Incredible performer. Incre- she's like this like turned into this Broadway like, like she like owns yeah. Broadway right now. Yeah. If there's oh, a play, if there's a play, I feel like they have to say, "All right, let's see if Laurie Metcalf Wants it's, to be in either, this before we right, open. It's does Lori Metcalf or Michael Yuri want to do it? If not, <laughs> then that's it. Um, and that's it. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I think I know where you were going, which is, do we need another revival? Do of we need another revival? Right, right. And because it's revived know... every five years, yes. it's like the guys and dolls of play. We don't oh. fucking need it. We know it. It's good. I would love to see them do another piece, another, 
uh, you want to keep an Edward Albee piece, keep an Edward Albee piece, you know? I, I feel like, totally. um, man. Seascape? Oh, well, Seascape was done a couple of years ago also. It was. It you was. know? Uh, I would love, you know, just, yeah. I, I But there's other plays out there, you know? I can't think of them now because I'm thinking about them. Um, what do we got here? We have uh, one that we saw together, Slave Play. Slave Play. I yeah. will always remember seeing that. We'll always have Slave Play. We'll always which, have Slave Play. I, I don't know if I like that, now that we say that out loud. But Yeah, it was very <laughs> awkward. So for the folks at home who, don't, uh, who haven't lived our lives, uh, Joelle and I were very excited. We went and we, uh, we got rush tickets for Slave Play, and we got yeah, dead we center got front play. row, the two of it us. It was incredible. It was incredible. It was a lot. Like literally, lot. literally front and center. Like that front phrase. and center. There is there. Yeah, like we were in the fucking the. We were front like you know how like when you look out into a theater and if you don't, when you look out into a theater, you can most likely you can make out maybe the first row, first two rows. Mm -hmm. There was no way that they did not see our dumb faces. <laughs> it was like you when you're center stage and you look out. Yeah, where we were the. First people you see. Like, exactly. Like spatially. It was, and that's a show that is so hard to, to show your emotions throughout. I just didn't, I was so on edge right. the whole time. And it's that kind of show where you're so, especially the third act, where I'm just kind of like, so like, oh fuck, like uh, palpitate, like losing my mind. And it's, it's cause you don't, cause I, cause you want to give the performers on stage that energy that they know where they're going but at the same time i'm also like right i don't want right. to smile during this because then i i don't want them to think that oh god this oh shit this is a hard show it was it was one of the best oh, things oh, i've ever okay. seen live totally 100 um, um one of the most original scripts i think yeah. we'll see um and i think it honestly i think it ushers in mm -hmm. a, a new sort of era of theater and i think you're right what you were saying earlier you know, like Jeremy O'Harris is a part of this new class. He is, he is, because he's bringing this. I and, and outside of, because I mean, like again, that play is very, uh, it, it's very based around race, but also I think there's some very underlying queerness to it that we're finding in a lot of new playwrights. You know, because I feel like it's yes, 100%. it's it's less and less becoming a question of um, is this character gay or are these characters gay, and more a question of um, how does this queerness affect the person? You know? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Or is, yeah. am I just rambling? I, no, no, no. I, I understand what you mean. It's, it's like, the question is no longer, um, like, like, we are beyond that conversation alone. Like, we're beyond the question of, am I, aren't I, and here are the problems. Like, now we're ready to have, or it seems like we're ready to have a more nuanced, a fuller yeah. conversation about, like, just experiencing these circumstances as a queer character, which is so fucking cool. It, it's, it's great. And I feel like these people are making playwriting cool. Yeah, I agree. It was I not cool agree. for a very long time. Um, you know what? I just looked it up because I was like, I, I was wondering if the minutes, the new Tracy Let's Play. Yeah. Um, was going to open? open. It did not. It was the 15th, March 15th. Oh. And the thirteenth was the final performance day. Oh, I um, see it. There's so many shows that. So let me. I'm going to read you off the shows yeah. that did not get to open. Okay. Um, the minutes. Uh, Hangman, which I hear is good. Mm. Martin McDonough. Mm -hmm. um, company, I which I saw. To a, 
Oh, I can't even get into company. I know. I, had, I, I saw it. It was great. I had two of my closest friends in New York got me a birthday gift. My birthday is March 20th. Got me March 21st. Like, seats, beautiful seats. It was the surprise of my lifetime. For March 21st, Broadway, of course, closed March 13th. It was, oh. <sighs> yeah, that's what you get. That's what I've been talking about in therapy every week. Yeah. Right, but there's like, so how's your, how are, how's your, your actual life going? I'm like, yeah. it was just the week before. Joelle, I love that you said that because I honestly in therapy have been talking about like the fact of just like, I just, I'm really afraid that I'm never going to get to see flying over the sunset. I know I'm not going to like it. I know I'm not going to like it as much as I want to, <laughs> oh but I feel like it's building up in my head and I'll never see that show. Um, the other ones that I, this is, this is where we differ. <laughs> this is where we differ. Cause yeah, I know you, I, I have been looking forward to flying over the sunset for a very long time. And you know what? The greatest trick Tom Kidd has ever proved is tricking the world to thinking he can write a musical. All right. Anyway, um, uh, the Lehman trilogy did not get to open. The Lehman did not open. No. And that, oh God, I've been waiting for that. Been waiting for that. I've been hearing nothing but good things. Uh, Diana didn't get to open the Diana, um, Princess Diana musical. Which honestly feels so tacky to me. Oh, of course. It's very tacky. It feels like a bit on 30 Rock. Doesn't yes, it feel like exactly. a bit on 30 Rock? 100%. Um, yes. It's Christopher Ashley from uh, fucking LaJoy La Playhouse. It's one of his fucking shows again. The, you, know what, you know what would be a great... He did one uh, show. He did Come From Away and everyone has to pretend that every <laughs> idea he has is good. Because this is the third year in a row where he's just giving yeah. a shit. Anyway, go ahead. You you know what would be a great platform for mm -hmm. Diana the Musical? Ooh, okay. Is Quibi. <laughs> yeah, it's a Quibi show. <laughs> That's a Quibi show. It's a Quibi show. Um, let me see. Anything else Everyone's good? Everyone's been saying we we're missing musicals um, from film Yeah, but TV. where's Quibi? That's what I want to know. <laughs> give me Quibi <laughs> or give me death. <laughs> uh, we got the revival of Take Me Out that we're also not getting... Oh, oh damn! Um, the Plaza yeah, no, Suite. For that. Maybe we. It's Sarah Jessica <laughs> Parker and Matthew Broderick. What a weird, weird relationship they have. You know, she was on Sex in the it City. It seems to be. It you seems know? to be endearing. I, I, I mean, like she yeah. was on Sex in the City. He murdered uh, a mother and daughter in Ireland. All these things. You know, American oh, Buffalo. God. There's American Buffalo revival. That listen, I'm not crazy about Mammoth. Oh. Um, I think American Buffalo is one of his to, better plays. I told you about this, right? What? I told you that, so they, for the folks that don't know, I'm a student at Atlantic. Ooh. They were rehearsing there. Uh-huh. Um, and I would see the cast come out of rehearsal. Okay. Um, like every night. And yeah. they still, apparently, they still have all the stuff set up. It's a very sad thing. <sighs> Man. I just, I love Sam Rockwell. I do. Um, no comment. Understand. Yeah. I, I and I love. I love. <laughs> I love Lawrence Fishburne. Of course, it was great. I think the two of them together would be a fucking powerhouse to see them on stage. That being said, Darren Chris is also there. So you take some, you leave some. Speaking of Darren Chris, should we? Um, <laughs> should we start talking Hollywood. about what happened? Should we watch Hollywood? Oh my God! You know what? Let's watch Hollywood and let's talk about it because you know what? If Ryan Murphy. <laughs> If Ryan Murphy has taken one thing from my life, it's time. 
because I have spent so much time watching his. Honey, you are not his, getting that back. I'm not getting it back, but I have sat there and I've. You know what it is too. I feel like Ryan Murphy is 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 like is like a like an evil like a Mr. Mixelplick, which is a character from oh comic books gosh. who is from another dimension. And when he comes here, you have to say his name backwards or disappears, and he just he just ruins. He just makes things to to upset you. I think Ryan Murphy makes things to distract the gay community from what's going on in the larger picture because i watched all of the politician and it is infuriated me it is one of the worst paced out written shows ever i can't and believe I can't, you did that and i but the thing is if there's a second season i will be the first in line to watch it again uh, there's a there's a line Honey, i saw you gotta love yourself and you know what ryan murphy's gotta stop making tv so i can live my life um <laughs> there's a there's a, a tweet i saw which was mm -hmm. I can't. Um, bitches love to watch Ryan Murphy. Uh, love wa to watch Ryan Murphy and talk shit about him. I'm bitches. I was <laughs> like, yes, I'm bitches. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. So let's future episode. Let's watch all of Hollywood, and then we're gonna talk discuss about it because it looks like well, a mess. It looks it. like a fucking mess. <laughs> a stop, huge mess. Stop giving Jim Parsons work. All right, here we go. Uh, let's uh. Let's uh, let's let's start. So last night for us, uh, yeah. Sunday night for every yes. everyone there, we watched the um, the Songheim ninety celebration on Broadwayworld.com. We tried to watch yes. the Broadway celebration. It was supposed to start at eight o'clock, yeah. and then there was a technical mistake, right? Right, right. And then God, um, then then yeah. God had left. God had left the building, and it was about an hour and fifteen minutes of gay Twitter exploding. And people like rioting. It was a it mess. It was crazy. Yeah. It was it it was and honestly like Raul is is the Teddy Riley of the theater world. Who yeah. knew that that would come out of twenty quarantine? Um, did not sing. Yeah, I mean it was well, he honestly did he it did was, sing eventually. He did. He did. He did. He did. He sang. He Take came me back. To the world. Um, I, I have to say, they really recovered well. I mean, mm -hmm. it was an hour later, which is, that is like, like, like Black Church late, but oh my it gosh. was so good. So what happened was, they, they were supposed yeah. to start at 8 o'clock, and then at 8.30, it finally started. It, they played the overture, uh, the prologue, they played the, pro, the prologue from Follies, um, played on piano by Stephen Schwartz. It was very nice. I had a, I was very excited. Then um that's Pat's favorite show. Well no 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 no. It's not even uh, like in, in my Songheims, I think it's in the lower tier. I have a list oh. of all I have a list on my phone of all my favorite Songheim shows. I'm gonna pull up for reference. But um so that plays at the end of that. So what happened was while that's playing, there in the corner, like in a zoom window, is Raul Esparza just on his phone and you can hear like the director and everyone going like <laughs> Raul, we can see you. Raul, we can see you. Raul. Bro, we could we could see him. Okay, we could see him. We could see him. And then he looked into the camera and then stepped aside. And then you still heard the mic going, Could someone get rid of the box? Could someone get rid of the box? 
Oh my god. The box is in the corner. And then it gets quiet. And there's a box in the corner, but Steven Schwartz is playing. And honestly, I was so excited. I'm like, right, it's finally happening, whatever. Steven right, Schwartz right. thing ended. They come back, and then it comes back to um, Rala Sparza happily sitting there. And then he is just talking, and there is no sound. And he goes on, and he goes on, and he goes on for maybe about a minute. Finally, his phone must have been going off because you can see he just keeps, like, tapping it. And then finally, in the right. middle of it, he, go, he you could see him, like, like lose it look down pull his phone out and read his phone then look up to the camera and i'm gonna uh i can't this is the face this is the face we saw is this face i can't show you because this is a podcast I, and you're listening oh, to it you can't, but yeah, it looks can't, like it looks like a man who just found out that they have the evidence <laughs> to put him away like he was <laughs> like it is he looks at the camera with such fear i it I I was I've never been. I, Did they listen, edit this out in the final? They edit, oh, it's gone. Also, when so then when it came back a half hour after that, because then they just cut the black and they stopped and they kept restarting and stopping and restarting and stopping two other live streams. So the fourth attempt finally happens and it worked fine, but they cut out Raul of the beginning. He did not come back to intrude the, sh the show. Oh, he came man. back later, and what I think they did was while they were recording. While they were because everyone else was uh, pre-recorded, right? Right. I think while everyone else was um, being uh, was going on because their stuff was pre-recorded, they cut back. They had him record his song. Um. So let's go through it. Let's go through it. So let's other go than that, it. the show, I overall, I had a I had a blast. I was very drunk. I loved it. What did you think? Yeah, I loved it. Um, what little hair I had on my head last night was ripped off by the end of it i mean mm -hmm. it was so it was so good what i love the most is that you were not even watching this you were watching american in paris i was i i honestly i'll admit it like i missed the whole open like all the snafus i missed all of them yeah. uh, and I'm, i feel really like i missed a moment you missed a moment of moment. history i really i really did um Let's go through the list. I have the list right here. So right, we had the see. opening with Follies. Fantastic. Great. Had a good Great. time. Great. Also showing us that, like, this Zoom shit is really possible. Yeah. There's a lot of doubters. There's a this, lot of doubters. But this was great. some of them did Zoom, and then some of them you can tell, like, recorded it. Pre-recorded like yeah, it. Steve, right. Steven Schwartz definitely pre-recorded it. Then they just had a bunch of Broadway musicians right. do the Overture to Merrily, which was, oh, fantastic. I was ready to cry. Beautiful. Um, Sutton Foster yep. was singing in front of a bunch of toilet paper for some reason. Uh, she, <laughs> she was singing. Also, who, somebody in her house, um, somebody work on the camera angles. Mm -hmm. That was not really working for me. No, not um, at all. But go ahead. Well, she's saying go there ahead, won't be trumpets ahead. from anyone can whistle. Which yep. I, oh God. The second I heard there won't be trumpets, I was like, oh good, they're going to do anyone can whistle. Like maybe they'll do some deep cuts. And then the show was almost exclusively deep cuts. There are a lot of people like, oh, well, they didn't, they, they're like, oh, well, they didn't do Being Alive and they didn't do any, a lot of Sweeney Todd. I'm like, because everyone fucking knows those songs. I want to hear we know more we Saturday know. Night. I want to hear more fucking uh, Pacific Overtures, shit like that, you know? Uh, speaking of uh, Saturday Night, Kelly O'Hara did What More Do I Need? Oh that show God. is so... That's just so, um, it's definitely his first show. You can tell it's his first show. You could tell this is like his, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
because there's so many melodies and there's yeah. so many moments that are reminiscent of other shows. Um, oh, I, I skipped over right. Neil Patrick it's Harris. It's very derivative. Yeah. Oh, God. It's very derivative um, of his other work, which is weird to say. Because it's not. It just feels like a first draft of every other musical he's ever written. That's what Saturday Night feels like for, to me. Um, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris sings a song that best shows off his voice, I think is what he said. He did the witch's rap from Into which, the Woods, which was okay. But then he got his kids involved, which I hated. You thought was fine. Um I thought it was fine. I think I got a text from one of my best friends. Um, she said that his, his daughter is cooler than him, which I really agree with. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get upstaged by your six-year-old daughter? I don't know. Or, I don't also, know. I thought they're you twins, but okay, she is uh, like, the, his daughter is much taller than the son. I can't stand him, honestly. Okay. And, and Understandable. You hate I, it. You I hate him because he's SEC gay and I get it. I to take down this show. <laughs> yeah, it's homophobic. Okay. Jesus. Okay. I don't want no, but like, go ahead. some cult to come find me, but um It's called I don't CBS. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love him. Um and I don't think he's cool enough to do the witch's rap, but you know, whatever. I agree. All right. Happy birthday, Steven. Happy birthday, Steven. Um Kelly O'Hara, we talked about uh, Judy Clune did What Can I Lose from Dick Tracy. Which was pretty um, cool. Which was fantastic because that's not the song from Dick Tracy that everyone does. You know? I, I'm going to be real. I really didn't know that song. I, I, I know. I really, that's the song that uh, Breathless, what's it, Breathless sings. Um, oh, she sings okay. like three or four songs from in, in Dick Tracy. Katrina Lank. Next Lank-y. up, Katrina Lank in, sings Joanna on the guitar. She, I, she, um, I see, I know I like her because I saw her in Band's Visit and she was great. But I also saw her in Company and she was not amazing. I don't know if she was sick that day, but she just, it felt off. Her acting was good, but vocally, I just, she wasn't really there. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I think vocally, she wasn't there in this one either. Mm-hmm. Um, was pretty flat most of the time, but we got a guitar out of it, so. Yeah. You know, um, there's something. Speaking about something, Aaron Devet singing Marry Me a Little. Oof. Is my goddamn sexual. Also, a master, a master class, a master oh. class in um, direct to camera. Yep. Um, camera auditions. Mm-hmm. Kids, if if you're struggling with auditioning in this quarantine. Yeah, and you have to do stuff over Zoom. Watch his performance. Material together. Yeah. Watch that. Watch him. Incredible. So good. Um, let me see who else we got. He here? was great. Honestly, you know, he's not my favorite ever. Um, mm-hmm. but I think he's solid. I love I love his voice. I, I feel like um I've never seen him in a great show. Like I I mean I didn't see him in uh, yeah, yeah. Next to Normal. I do like Next to Normal, but it's not it's not amazing, you know. Well, you, did you love Moulin Rouge? You saw that, right? I did not see it. I have not got the chance. Oh. Um, I've not got the chance. But uh I I saw him in uh Catch Me If You Can. And Catch Me If You Can has great music. Overall, the show does not work. Um, all right, yeah. we have next up. Yeah. Let's. I, I feel like we should fast forward through ones we actually care about. We should. We should skip. Let's talk about this next one though, and then. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll talk about the next two, I guess. Um, yeah, Beanie Felstein and Ben Platt, and takes it takes two. Oh boy, I loved this. So good. I loved it. So good. It was incredible. 
um you can see they're they are real life best friends you can see that yeah through i i'm so i sounded great i'm so sad i'll probably be dead before the merrily movie comes merrily out we roll along. i think we might all be we'll, we'll all be dead before it comes out but god That'll i want to see it so movie. bad because he's playing he's playing um charlie I, i'm yeah. pretty sure and she's playing mary oh boy oh i'm, I'm very very excited for yeah that. uh brandon yurowitz was so good my crush I love him. Uh, I think he's just so charming. Wait, another song from fucking um, uh, anyone, anyone can, can whistle. whistle. There was okay, a lot you know what? There's a lot of anyone can whistle because it's a it's a fucking fantastic show. And I love it so much. It's one of my favorite musicals of all time. Um, I'm gonna pull out my I'm gonna pull out my Songheim notes. You want to see what my Songheim list is? Do I? Do, do I? Have do we have time? I don't give a shit. Listen, this can't be a three hour show, Pat. Okay, how about this? We'll let's get let's skip around. Uh, Randy Rainbow, you hate my mother loves. I hate Randy Rainbow so damn much. Yeah, I don't because, even want to talk about this. Oh, okay, fine, we'll move on. My mother is crying uh, because of other stuff. People are dying. Anyway, um, Elizabeth Stanley. No, oh my God, saying, son. Holy shit! I forgot. Oh, I've, so I've seen her in her oh, Broadway wow. debut because I saw the revival of Company with Raúl Esparza. Oh, and she here. plays what was the it, like, fucking 2006 or so 2007 okay. 2008 yeah. 2007 she plays the uh, flight attendant who sings barcelona but this fuck she's currently on broadway and she's in jacket little pill this mm -hmm. fucking mm -hmm. she nails this so goddamn hard honestly i'm going to go out there best performance of the night I mean, she's, I think she is certainly at least top three. I mean, Kelly O'Hara blew me away. Yeah. I think. I but think this like, one shocked close, me. Yeah. This, it was, it, <laughs> what was about, like, it was a masterclass. It was like truly. So good. Yeah. It was so good. fucking good. Uh, Mandy Patinkett's sit, standing in a park on a Sunday singing acapella lesson number eight is, is the, is the happiest I think I've been in my entire life. I think it's what I I didn't know I wanted it so bad, but while watching it, I I literally started crying. I was so happy. He is just. Oh, oh he does it for you. He yes. He does he it for me. me. I usually he don't makes like me feel things. Good stuff. I love him. I love him so. Let much. me see. Uh, we can skip the next one. Limo Miranda doing Giants um, of Stry. Um, bless Lynn. Lynn has done a lot for um, American everyone. Theater of yeah. Late. Um, 
but you know what? It's you it's know, he's not as good a singer as everyone else on the list, apparently. And that's the only thing. It's it's one of those things of like he's great in what he does, but yeah. if, he, if you hear everyone else and you're like, oh, okay, well, all right. Anyway, what else we got? Oh, Leah Salongo was great because she oh, did "Loving You" for passion. I think, I think she is in my top three. I think I think. Oh yeah. Those yeah. Well, I love "Loving You." I think is maybe my favorite my my favorite Sondheim. Really. Song. The lyrics are. That's truly, not even my favorite song from Passion. It's true. The lyrics are truly, truly gorgeous. Like they are. I've, I have I've never heard anything like that. Um, I, I've been listening to Passion like for the past two days. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's a good show. It is a good show. Um, let me see who else we got here. We have well, we talked about Lauren Benetti, Chip Zen doing Into the Woods. Oh, fantastic! Cute. It's fine. Yeah, Josh. It Groban. was nice. Josh Groban, another one I thought was fine. You know. I wasn't blown away by Josh Groban. You know who I was blown away by was Brian, um, Stokes, Brian Mitchell. Stokes Mitchell doing the flag song from Assassins, which is the closest we got last night from hearing someone sing a song from Roadshow, because the the song the flag yeah. song in Assassins was repurposed for Roadshow, right? For Roadshow, for the opening song. No in Roadshow. Roadshow, unfortunately. No Roadshow that, because that may there's be too deep deep a cut. Oh, it's too deep a cut. Well, I'm gonna cut my goddamn wrist. I'm so upset. I, I um, think Michael said that's like yeah, that's like but, that's like disc four side B. Like you know, yeah. I, but but man, it's so good. I well, it's not it so is. good. It's good. I really like Rocho. <laughs> I the song that I love in Rocho, which I think is one of his best songs, is "Get Out Go," which is the finale to Rocho. It is Addie and Wilson, and they are fucking just oh Maybe it's so goddamn right here do it do a quick like 20 second clip oh put put the new song in or sing it i was about to sing it no, all right no, i'll put no, the song no. in Michael Severus. Severus. One of, I, I I feel like, okay, three of my favorite actors were on this thing. Uh, Broadway actors. Mm -hmm. Michael Severus is my number one. He is my number wow. one. I love, I saw him in Sweeney Todd. I saw him in Assassins, but later. I saw him in Sweeney Todd on Broadway, and he, he was so incredible. He's he's such a good actor. He sings the. F I would love to see him as George. Uh, who else yeah, can we skip? We'll, let's skip around. Uh, Alexander Giamatti is very good. Fan 
underratedly good. It was underratedly was good. He He's always underratedly good. What's so insane good. too is that he was singing that song, and his father is the orchestrator. He probably heard that music before anyone else did. You know, I don't know how old he is actually. That's he might not have. He might not have been bored because it was. I think it was seventy-two he's, or something. He's truly fantastic. I think he he's like running the Eugene Fund yeah. Library in Connecticut. He's great. I loved it. This was maybe one of my favorites. Um, let but me these see. blues from Follies, which is great. Oh man, someone in a tree that was done so well. I was, I was like, oh wow, we're going there. We're doing Pacific yeah. overtures. We're going I, there. First off, also awesome use of Zoom. Awesome, Great. also use of Zoom. I really liked it. I really would have loved a little more Pacific overtures because it's one of my favorite scores of his. <coughs> but in a world where I got no roadshow, I'm not going to get more Pacific overtures. I would love to have seen someone do Bowler Hat. <laughs> I would love to have seen someone do um, Four Black Dragons. Uh, God, I love it. Um, there is no other way. Oh, fucking perfect. The music in that is incredible. Pacific Overtures is also underrated. Next up, we got our boy, Raul Esparza back. He, I feel like this is his punishment for doing Leap of Faith. I feel like God was like, I hate Leap of Faith so much. I'm going to ruin your night of your hosting duties. <laughs> so he sings Take Me to the World, which is what the show is taken from which is the finale of evening primrose which is one of my favorite songheim songs of all time like you know what i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna say it take me to that world is my favorite songheim song i'm very upset he did not make it a duet do you know what what we did not talk about i'm gonna skip really um abruptly i just was scrolling on my phone we didn't talk about this hilarious ass tweet about beanie feldstein and ben platt oh my god yes you're right I'm sorry. Um, the tweet is, was the olden days, MGM would force Beanie Feldstein Platt into a sham marriage. Yeah. Which is the funniest, the most accurate tweet I've seen in a, in a very long time. Very good. Love very that. true. Um, oh, my oh, God. So funny. Uh, we got Donna Murphy to, sending the clown. Yeah. Gorgeous. Donna Murphy is, I can't believe she played an ugly woman in 1995. Donna Murphy. Gorgeous. Donna Murphy, is like stunning it's like your auntie's house i don't know if it's oh yes that's what you done that was that's what i loved i loved it was like it was very home goods pure no 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 no, i'm saying i'm saying joelle that she is stunning she is so attractive and she's so beautiful and her voice is so beautiful beautiful. i it's just i can't believe like her her most famous part because she had passion shit everywhere there was all over the place was like hey remember i was in passion but um she's she's incredible the christine baranski and just like yeah yeah the christine baranski meryl streep audra mcdonald part was good fun i okay i think this this fully gagged me like i was actually gagged yeah because they they introduced this one not with the names like they've been doing it with everybody else so it's just like the ladies who lunch from company like okay so maybe oh We'll do schools. I don't know. I, I thought know it was going to be the up. cast of Company or something. That's what I. That's what I thought. Um, and then it was Chris. Like, yes, love mm-hmm. her. And then fucking Meryl Streep comes on. Yeah. By this time, I'm I'm fully out of my my bed. I'm watching in my room. I'm fully standing out of my bed onto two feet, looking at my TV with two hands in between my hair in, in my hair, and I'm I'm gagged. And then Audra fucking McDonald comes on. Ugh. Well, someone had to sing the hard parts. 
<laughs> she was so good. Truly. Um, love Meryl. Not a musical theater actor, but I mean, she's Meryl fucking Streep. She can do anything. Yeah. She, she literally can do anything. She can do whatever she, she wants. She can do eight shows in a musical and people will go see it. She's so good. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one was uh, Annalie Ashford and Jake Gyllenhaal doing Move On, which oh, was good. I love this song. I love this song. I think it's, I think it's, it's one of the, the, I think it's one of the best musical theater duets. It's so, it's so timeless. It's so timeless. Yeah. Um, just, just the, Sondheim has a way with words. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's almost like it's all he cares about. It's almost like that's what he does. I, yeah, I love his um, stuff. Love his stuff. I agree with you. I, I didn't love this. I don't, Jake, Jake is, Jake, I, he's not the strongest singer. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? When I saw, I saw him in Sunday. He's not the strongest singer, but his performance was incredible. He performed the fuck out of that role. The problem okay. is you don't get that in, as a whole. Yeah. Even on the even on the cast album, you get that because you can hear because they added dialogue, so you can get the performance of it behind it. Where yeah. where this, you just kind of get a snapshot of it, and it doesn't hold up as well. But he he performed the he is so good as George. There, I saw a tweet a while ago that I've wanted to become reality so bad. It was someone said, don't you think Retta Gerwig should adapt oh. Sunday in the Park with George the same way she adapted Little Women with just oh. messing around with the timeline? And it was like, oh my God, that's what I needed. That's, that's what I want brilliant. in this world. Because man, Jake Gyllenhaal should play George. He'll win an Oscar. He should. It's so good. We um, immediately. Also, we have been missing musicals for a minute. Yeah, and I think Greta Gerwig mean, has expressed that she would do a musical. I think that she well, she did merrily that. in uh, Lady Bird. You know, right? Well, I mean, like a like a full. No, I know, but like she loves she loves Songheim. Um, so the next anyway, one, I think the next one is I think that yeah, someone make it happen. Uh, this I'm putting it out into the universe. The next one is important. Patti Lapone singing "Anyone Can I mean, Whistle." Step on my throat. I want her to fucking. I want her to kill me. I want her to gag me to death. I fucking love her so. Just sit on my ribcage, please. I want. Her. I want her to take all the air out of my body and do what she will with it. I love her so. Just don't get how uh, she's that fucking good. Oh my god, it's she's everything. everything. And she, in that basement that she did that iconic tour mm -hmm. of. I don't even like think she was in the basement because I don't remember that bookshelf because <laughs> I've watched that video a billion times. <laughs> do you know um, it frame by frame? I kind of do. I kind of know her. I kind of I can map out her basement. If you give me ten minutes, I can draw uh, her basement <laughs> out. I I love her. I loved her in this. But this is the thing about Patti Lapone over Jake Gyllenhaal, where I don't think we got the performance behind Jake Gyllenhaal singing "Move On." Right? Patti Lapone's "Anyone Can Whistle." There was so much there, you know? Yeah. The fact that she can turn yeah. on and she's not just singing a song. Because there are other people, even in this, there are other people who were just singing a song. Right. She had so, so much right. passion behind it. And this is a character she's never played. I know this for a fact because she did Anyone mm -hmm. Can Whistle and she played yeah. the mayor. But right. this, there was so much passion. There's so much nuance to her performance. Just singing over fucking Zoom. It's insane. That being said, You're we're about so to talk right. about Bernadette Peters. Oh. I am not the biggest fan of Bernadette Peters. It, here's the thing. I I personally get that. Um, yeah. Because 
like I, I she is such a legend and then mm-hmm. like see her and I'm like okay yeah she must be she probably has brought an X Factor to shows that I haven't seen and that and yeah. that's probably it and I and haven't also seen Long Song Jenny. and Dance you know I love I love I love her in yeah. Sunday you know uh, we all have the DVD mm-hmm. copy of Into the Woods somewhere but I don't and the thing is that she did sure. this acapella also. It's which it's like it, this is the tweet I did send you. This is what I texted you last night, which was, um, "Oh, is is Mandy doing acapella? Then I must do acapella." Then I then I must do acapella. That's and it didn't it. fucking work for me as much as you know. It didn't it work for me. It wasn't a per, it wasn't a performance. It was like this is a sweet birthday message that I'm sending to you, Steve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was not like a this was a show, and like that did not feel like a show. But who am I exactly. to talk about Bernadette Peters? Also, her house Joelle. Your name reminded is Joelle. me of like every. You're right. Her house is like her house reminded me of like any music teacher who did at home <laughs> lessons. Yeah. Like, like has not been decorated in the past years. There's like a cat bed on the ground. It's like delightfully cluttered. Um. So that was that was an extra treat on top was, of um, watching her do that. So I okay last last yeah this this I did not I did not show. like uh, I thought it was it drove me insane it was insane everyone was kind of singing themselves. their own tune everyone was all over the place <laughs> here Joel talk at the right. same time as me one two three uh, just start uh, yeah. speaking this okay, this yeah, is what it was uh, like Matt, this is what I'm it was like here it was insane the- <laughs> I'm so all the stuff it was insane it was annoying it was a headache ah. Uh, and there were so many people who I really did like who were a part of it. But then there were also people where I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Why is that guy next to Mandy Gonzalez, you know? Um, you know, Dance of the Vampires, Mandy Gonzalez. <laughs> the one, the only. Um, so that that's the whole show. That was it. I, I loved it. it was, that was, it was the whole show was... for this also, right? Basically. Yeah. We're what were you going to say? We're final right, thoughts. Yeah. Let's get final thoughts going. Final thoughts. It was the most fun I've had in quarantine. I, it was almost too much for a fucking show. It was like bomb yeah. after bomb after bomb. Like just, yeah. I couldn't believe who I was watching. Come on, yeah. can't also believe that this is the first time we're doing this for Steven Sondheim. What? That's insane. Well, I mean, they do a birthday concert yearly. Well, I feel like this not, is the first time they've done like this many stars. Yeah, this is yeah, this is on the for like ultimate a, one, like an internet like television event, I guess. Um, I mean, I watched it on a giant flat screen like it was a Super Bowl. This was my Super Bowl this year. You know, this was the Super Bowl. I, I mean, it was trending all night. Um, mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, very very happy about it. And I'm happy that I got to experience it, even like a little bit with you, Joel. Me too, Pat. Yeah, that really added to it. Oh, it was all right. Well, this know. is um, this is our, this is us. This is the this show. This is us. This is Christopher Durang's. Yeah, this is us. A show I'll never watch. And here it's <laughs> too sad. Mess it's on it. Uh, it is too sad. Apparently, I don't know. I've never seen it. All right. Well, this is our show. This is our show. This has been so fun. I can't wait to do this again. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again. I'll, I'll see you soon, everyone at home. I'll see you guys soon, because uh, we probably know you if you're listening to this. It'd be weird if you if we didn't. This is Christopher Durang's Actors Nightmare. Without Christopher Durang. Is that the full title? I think we I think we need to work on it. I think we need to workshop it. Alright, we'll figure something out. Rent, pay, 
they don't make the grade. New ones are quickly made, and in a pinch, sure, they'll do. But us, old friend, what's to discuss, old friend? Here's to.